Head up my shop, girl, you know for do your thing. You know take back judge. No for do your thing. Head up my shop, girl, you know for do your thing. You know take back judge. You know for do your thing. She come too sexy, spice like New Orleans. Yeah, go and do the thing. And who got the keys to me? Me mommy was looting thing right now. And I know that you know this. When that body is so big, can't focus. And can someone please call 911? Cause murder, she wrote it. Me's a shatter, she's a shatter. We some dandada. Step from London. One for put my lips on you like the grabber. Good intentions, no reflexes. I'm a fucking senseless. No pretending about a sending. Cause you a bad, bad girl, you not take back chat. But tonight, you got take back shot. Fling up the dress, let me take that, that. She know if you do the thing. No, if you do your thing. And that mash up, tell you know if you do your thing. You not take back chat. No, if you do your thing. And that mash up, tell you know if you do your thing. You not take back chat. Look how you make me feel. Look how you make me get aggressive. Look how you make me feel Look how you make me get sick Look how you make me feel Look how you make me get aggressive Look how you make me feel Look how you make me Hi guys, um, this is Wellness Wednesday. Welcome back. I hope you've missed us. I've missed you guys so much and I'm really, really excited today for some weird reason. I'm excited as well. <laughs> yeah, so this is your host, Margaret Miner. And Shiko Kimani with our lovely, lovely guests, Alia Iqbal and Maria Mahina. Did I say your name right? Yeah. <laughs> she finally <laughs> said my name right. Yeah. Um, our topic today is... She said Relationships. Yeah, relationships. Uh sorry for the delay. We had a bit of technical difficulties, but we are here now. And we're ready. We're ready for you. Yes, so today our quotes we're going to start off. No, let's start this again. Shiku, how was your week? My week was actually very good. Ah, it was such say. a fabulous week. Like I have no complaints. Um that's different. Yeah. Yeah, we've ne- actually, we've never come actually here. said and said, oh, my week was great. My week was actually great. It's, it's all the weekends here. <laughs> yeah. You know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why, what changed? Why is your weekend so good? What is your week so good? What I changed? don't know. I feel like it was short. <laughs> yeah. It ended on Wednesday. So. Yeah, tomorrow is a public holiday. Mauritius is having elections. Actually, Woo! no, it's not a great week because I have class on Friday. Yikes. Could never be me. Well anyways, um, um I'm glad you're doing great. How um, are you doing? Amazing. Wow. It's yeah. a turnover for us. <laughs> it's different. It's different, right? Yeah, I've had an amazing week. It's been it's been very busy. I didn't sleep last night. Mm. I had a lot of work. Procrastination is not your friend, by the way. Just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um and um I managed to finish the work. Snaps for me. <laughs> And yeah, it's been a great week. I'm excited because exams are approaching. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> just stay with what? Yeah, you're excited because exams are approaching. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm excited because now the semester is coming to an end. I get to go home and see my family. I'm staying on the island. Oops, could Whoops. never be me. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I've had a great week to be honest. And today. We're going to ask our guests how their weeks have been. Ali, engineer Iqbal. <laughs> Tell so us. My week has been great. Um, it's been hectic, like, in the sense of school and 
work and everything and meetings but i'm grateful that we have this holiday so i actually was looking forward to this week because of the public holiday <laughs> tomorrow but i still have class on friday but i'm good i'm optimistic i'm happy so Ish, yeah. my week has been great too Mm, I've just been binge watching a lot of series. Uh, if you're listening, you should watch Why Women Kill. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my friend Valentine recommended it, and it's it was actually really good. I watched it for like you've been watching it for the last three days. I only oh. watched it for two days, and it's like ten episodes, forty-five minutes each. So yeah, that's what I've been doing with my life, guys. But I have not been missing class, so that's a good thing. Okay. <laughs> I only have. And your essays are well written, eh? My essays are so well written. Let's just wait for the results. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, it's amazing to know that you've all had great weeks. Busy, but great. That's a good thing. That's some growth. Yeah. And um, our guests, tell us, how has your week been? Are you excited? Are you feeling the way? Oh, not our, oh my God. Not our, our guests. Audience. Our audiences. <laughs> Today, my energies are just... I'm really excited and when I'm excited sometimes things just <laughs> things just come out you know um uh, so yeah tell us our audience tell us how has your week been uh, has it been exciting have you been busy do you have a holiday you're anticipating um you know are you enjoying your life are you taking care of yourself tell us tell us tell us tell us so reach out to us at ubuntu radio one on twitter at ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram and Ubuntu Radio on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from you. So, Shiko, let's dig into our topic today. Um, let's grill these people in relationships. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're <Yeah>. silent. <laughs> so, our topic today is relationships. <laughs> and, um... Why are you guys acting like clowns already? Because we're booboo the boobs. Well... <laughs> No, we're just really excited today. I don't know. Yes. Uh, I think we've we were jamming before uh, the show. We were jamming to some amazing hits. Ooh, you know, yeah, Kikuyu jams. Some Kikuyu jams. songs, yeah. All my Kenyans on this, we were jamming to Emoyo. Is it called Emoyo? Mugidi. Mugidi. Yeah, it was Mugidi. We were jamming to that. We were jamming to when Sauti Soul was... Oh, when Sauti Soul was Sauti Soul. Like yeah. Hey, we sang our hearts out. I'm not sure how we sounded, but we... Yeah, we sang our hearts out. Y'all remember? Oh my God, our producer <laughs> Justin. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been shaky. But we're but anyway. Yeah, so anyway. we're in really high spirits. I think that's something people should take up. You know how mm-hmm. you start engaging in activities that would, you know, brighten up mm-hmm. your day. Like, you know, hang out with people, crack some jokes, laugh at people, go for laps, you know. Laps? Yeah, yeah. I, I went for laps in the cafeteria. Laps? Yeah, I was running. Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway. Do the things, yeah. So let's get back to what our topic of the day is: relationships. Tell us, are you in a relationship? Okay, no. <laughs> but <laughs> tell us. Um, I think I'm excited because relationships is such a broad topic, mm-hmm. and we can really like get into it since yeah. we're all of women here. Oh yeah. yeah, today we are doing that women yeah. thing, we're and I'm sure people are going shit. to us. This people are going to it's be like, nah, feminine, it's too feminine. <laughs> but it's our perspective, and all you males are, you know, you can contribute by asking us by our handles. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's start. When was the last time you were in a relationship? Um, I think a few months ago. Yeah. That's earlier speaking, by the way. Yeah, a few months ago. 
So I'm just, oh, a few months ago, but I'm looking forward to new opportunities and new people. Mm. So, yeah. Hey, so hey, the horizons are looking sorry, really right? Right? Apply, apply, apply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My horizons are looking really they're looking good they're looking good so i'm in a good space and i'm grateful for that by relationships yes. Chico, because you've asked earlier that when was the last time in a relationship but i'm in a relationship with alia we are friends exactly right right so what did okay you well okay let's talk about specific a, roman- a romantic, romantic relationship. relationship i think we're going to break it down to types of relationships mm. so we're going to start off with like the most complicated one for everyone romance yeah, romantic relationships in all stages of life, actually. Mm-hmm. So, Mariam, when was the last time you were in a relationship? I mean, you're asking about it as if it's in the past. Damn. Then one right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, must be nice. <laughs> so, yeah, I am currently in a relationship, and I've been in, rela- in this relationship for like eight months now. Are so you sure? That Woo! is a ah! long Already? time. It's been eight imagine yo yo wow okay yeah that's <laughs> for you thanks for sharing the longest one you know still <laughs> <It's> the longest <laughs> one. Oh my god uh shiko one well, of the last <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i need to stop laughing this much i think my last relationship was wow three four years ago yeah three four years ago but you know what i'm happy <laughs> being single it's good that where was your last relationship market? Um, so earlier, uh, <laughs> I'm evading that question because I don't remember. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, I think I don't know, it's a while back 20. If you say 2018, girl, <laughs> girl, I'm on fire, I'm throwing hands. I don't know, maybe I think it was 2016 or 17, I'm not sure, or 15, I don't know. Anyways, okay. um, um uh, we're going to move to now the segment of relationships. What's important for you in a relationship? Like when you're defining or when you're getting into a romantic relationship, what are some of the factors that you consider some of the things that are key to you with regard to maintaining that relationship and ensuring the growth of the relationship? I think for me one of the key things i think for me one of the key things is like just respecting one another and just understanding why you actually got to that relationship and your perspective on what you want to get out of it so i think once you communicate that with your partner mm. it makes things very easy so that you can actually know it actually removes the buffer of you actually getting hurt or getting you know disappointed because you've already had this points mm. out earlier so i think just Finding, to, I mean, getting to know why you're still going to the relationship, what you want to get out of it, <clears throat> and just your perspectives on different things. So just communication as well is very key for me. Okay. Yeah, those are one of some of the few things that I think would help you manage a relationship well. Mm. So, yeah. And Mariam, why has your relationship been going on for eight months? What's the secret? Um, oh, wow. <laughs> there are no secrets. But I think for me, when I'm getting into a relationship, I want to establish why are we in this relationship. Mm-hmm. So what's the purpose? And what intentions do you have to for me? Like, why do you want to do this? So for me, just the fact that the person I'm with and I were able to be honest and upfront about mm. our intentions and the purpose, and it was like we were aligned, I think that's what has helped us. And yeah, of course, we keep each other in check. That's mm. why I guess it's been able to last. 
Okay. I've been hearing a lot of purpose and today um also I think today we are adding ourselves also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been hearing a lot of purpose, purpose and I said uh what's the purpose of the relationship, ma'am? What's the purpose of the relationship? And Shiko. Mm-hmm. Is it that you've not had purpose for a relationship? That's why it's been three years. No. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> I feel at that time I was just too young to understand like the dynamics of having mm-hmm. a relationship, right? I had this ideated i i had this fantasy of like you know yeah like i'd taken my idea of a relationship from the movies and i was like oh it's smooth sailing blah 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 blah, blah right <laughs> that was not it <laughs> like i was hit to the harsh reality that it's not like that but i think the reason that you know i've waited so long and i don't want to sound cliche is that i haven't found the one <laughs> <laughs> Wow. No, but in all seriousness, I haven't found the the person who is like able to match my current expectations. You know, I haven't found that one person. Mm-hmm. You have to be of value to be with me. Ooh, Ooh. hair flip. Hair's leaving. Hair's leaving. But anyway, yeah, you do have to be of a lot of value to be with me at this point. I think that's why it's taken so long. So for you, value like is an important thing. You wow. have they have to be of value to you. Like you have to be of value by by of value to you. What do you mean? Like like you have to reach up to your expectations or match up to your standards or what? Gosh, I sound so stuck up. <laughs> no, it's like there's a certain level I want to hold you at. You know, like I want you to encourage me to do things you to we basically have to build each other those are the values i'm thinking i don't want yeah. to be i don't want someone just to be on standby while i'm doing something and they i'm not pushing them to do their very best mm-hmm. and you know we have to have similar interests similar tastes similar you know there just has to be a connection if there's none what's the point so i haven't found that <laughs> yet yeah okay mm. okay wow yeah I see you're avoiding the question. <laughs> Which question? The one you asked? I asked I asked everyone a different question, actually. Margaret, what sets you apart from the rest when you are looking out for relationships? What sets me apart from the rest? Or rather, what do you look for? Or what's, what, what do you value or what do you appreciate in a relationship? I think for me, it's very important to note that... I don't know if it makes sense, but... Uh... <laughs> uh a romantic relationship is not a priority for me <laughs> as of now. Mm-hmm. So it's not something I'm pursuing currently. If it happens, it, it will happens. find me. But I, it's not something I'm focusing so much on. And I know saying that also, like, I have to... It's important to also emphasize that if at all, like, I did get one or, like, I got into one, what would I be looking for, right? So for me, it's communication, first of all, like, um, and also getting to know someone before I'm actually with them. And again, the purpose of the relationship, because why are we together? Because I think there's one thing that people really don't, um, people don't talk about is the fact that a relationship takes a lot of your time, a lot of your energy. It can move you from a hundred to zero, like real fast Mm. you know Mm -hmm. like you could be doing so well and then because your partner is not talking to you or texting you back all of a sudden you can't write your 1500 word essay and 
you can't do anything. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wow, has that happened to you? No, no, no. I mean, Before? actually, yeah. I I yeah. realize I'm those people that get into relationships and get in a space where mm. I'm affected by the other party's actions or how they feel also affects my mood. So I have to be very, and I think that's maybe for me that's why the main reason why a relationship is not a priority right now because I have so many other things mm. I am focusing on that require a lot of my energy. Mm. I don't know. Can I make a recommendation? Oh my god! <laughs> People in relationships out here <laughs> getting me into that. I mean, this is like the last thing I'm gonna say, uh, but I think personally, what almost helps me keep myself in check. I guess is um, separating, like having a separate environment, first of all, from mm. my relationship and my academics and my growth, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's not that my boyfriend doesn't know about all these things that I'm mm-hmm. doing, but I've just separated that. First of all, my boyfriend is off this campus, so mm-hmm. I avoid most of the drama that could go down. Mm-hmm. So that has really worked for me. And also letting your partner know that I'm not gonna accept any of you or can I like say bullshit here? Well, you any, already any of your it. BS, you know. <laughs> yeah. So don't stress me because this when you do that, it affects me in this and this way. Mm-hmm. But do you think that they, they could stress you without knowing? Of course. I mean, and how do you handle that? Like can. when you get into, I'm sure you had issues, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and I, I, I don't want you can get deeper into like a scenario or not. Like yeah. you don't have to, but, um, when have you ever been, actually I'm going to throw this question at you. Mm-hmm. When have you ever been affected such that even your productivity was affected, your mood was affected by something that happened in the course of your relationship? Okay, so maybe I won't really talk about this relationship. I'll talk about the one I had in high school. So I dated this guy for a while. Of course, there were like breaks. Yeah. Uh, And then we're doing our final exams. And that was the most stressful part Mm. of the relationship. And this this is the person I studied with. We had the same exam, same everything. We used to sit next to each other. Mm -hmm. We used to take the exact same subject. So... If he does something bad or negative, it will, of course, affect me. But for me, it took just reminding myself, why am I in this space in the first place? And for me, that was my academics. So it's just learning how to switch your focus Mm -hmm. into the right things and talking about the problem with the person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's it for me. Wow. But for me, I'd like to... May? Yeah, 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 go ahead. like in a relationship, I usually find it hard to like let the other person know or like mm-hmm. my partner know when things, let's say, are bothering me or just to know how to navigate that conversation. So mm-hmm. like I'd like to hear from you guys, like from your relationship where I am right now and you guys have past relationships, how would you navigate letting your partner know that, okay, I think you're stressing me too much. Yes, it's all good and I'm happy and everything, but this and this, I'm not mm-hmm. okay with it. Or this and this makes me feel this type of way. How do you do that just... Like, especially when you're in the early stages of a relationship, like, how do you do that? Because, yes, I know the first honeymoon phase is really the time when you're all lovey-dovey and everything, but when it gets to the real stuff, how do you navigate those certain conversations? Shiko, have you gotten past honeymoon phase? Yes, God. I'm asking. Oh my gosh, what do you take me for? Anyway, I think 
in let's let's put it in retrospect because I wouldn't know back then. But if I were to be in a relationship right now and I'm surpassed, you know, the honeymoon stage and whatever mm-hmm. and I've now entered the real, real thing, I think the first thing we to do would be to set a boundary, you know? Mm-hmm. Like establish your boundaries between you and your partner. Because you just can't <clears throat> assume that the person knows what your set limits are and you also can't assume that they know what your set limits are, right? Mm-hmm. So setting that boundary and then if they overstep that approach and be like, you crossed a line, dilly dally, dilly dally, commu- okay, communicate that they've stepped over that boundary. I think that's how I would have gone about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, sorry, I think for me, um, I think we had the topic of managing expectations and I think that also comes into expectations. And we had this thing where we were talking about how expectations do change over time. Mm. So you could set your boundaries at the beginning of the relationship or like this time, say after like honeymoon face lasts how long? A month? Three. God. Eight months. months. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, the honeymoon That's face. so cute. Aww. I'm joking guys, but you know, it's good. It's good. I'm happy. You really ruined that for us. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have left it like that. Um, um, I think, okay, I think uh, when you're talking about managing expectations, um, we talked about the fact that, um, the fact that your expectations are going to change over time. Mm-hmm. So I think we emphasize that every time you need to communicate, you need to sit down with your partner and be like, okay, let's revise this thing. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like a contract. You need to revise it every time when mm-hmm. things change. The workload has changed. Let's revise this thing. Mm-hmm. I need to be paid more. I need you to stop doing this. You know. Mm-hmm. So the same thing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, if you did this, I felt this way and I don't... Me, I don't want you to do it anymore and maybe you find a way to compromise but communicating and communicating early enough mm-hmm. not waiting for it to pile up and become an issue and now it's so big that you can't mm-hmm. tackle it I think mm-hmm. just communicating how you feel every single time sometimes you may seem like a nuisance because mm-hmm. maybe you sound like you're always complaining but eventually as they get to know you they get to know your habits, what you like, what you hate. Mm. I think that's the important part of like maybe the first two years of a relationship or mm. the first year mm. is for them to get yeah. to know you. And the only way for them to know the real you is for you to be real about how you're feeling and for you to be real about how whatever they are doing affects you. Mm. So it's more of like an ongoing thing. Yeah. yeah. Each time something, Each time something yeah. Just sit down and, and revisit it. Also just being straightforward. So... Sometimes we have this thing where you just act a certain way and you expect someone to understand. Just be straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? This and this happened. This is how I felt. Um, I hope you won't feel offended, maybe, especially if it's the beginning of a relationship. But mm-hmm. just tell them this is how I felt and mm-hmm. all that. So just be straightforward and be very honest mm-hmm. about your feelings. Don't try to hide them because you feel as if someone might feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's The being uncomfortable is necessary, I think. Mm-hmm. I think to add to follow up on what uh, well to follow up on what Alia asked, um, I think it's important to also ask how do you handle a situation where you're the one being told that oh you did this mm-hmm. I didn't like it because sometimes you can think I'm doing everything perfect I'm doing everything for you and then they are like you know what no I don't feel supported I don't feel so when you're on the receiving end. Of that conversation, how do you handle that? I think for me, I'll speak on this, like ex- for my experience from my previous relationship, and this sort of came up. I mean, it came up often because my boyfriend was 
he was open like he'd say like if i've stepped his on his toes if i've crossed any lines and for me at first um at first you feel like you know i think all you need to do is not have an attacking sort of um, manner tone tone or mm-hmm. mindset where the person is attacking you because i think we tend to in relationships to think that the other person is on who is at fault all the time mm-hmm. but sometimes it's time for us to think that we could also we could also be at fault and just having that in your mind and in your perspective that you know what hang on it, it it might have taken him a lot to actually come and tell me this so mm-hmm. it's about time that i just you know listen to what he's saying and just sit down and reflect on what he's saying and actually know that i could actually be the problem and mm-hmm. and actually acknowledge that you're the problem because you know um i think in relationships where things tend to not go wrong is when someone has come to like opened up to tell you something but you tend to ignore it or not to take it with the i mean with how i mean take it as how serious as it is because mm-hmm. for you for them it's very serious but then to you you're like ah, what is this guy talking about mm-hmm. but then they, they're like okay so you're taking me seriously or you're not respecting what i'm saying but i then he takes the time to actually respect you so i think it's also realizing having that mindset that you could also be on the wrong one and it's okay to actually be on the wrong like we're all in this together so just mm-hmm. um looking back and taking in that information and just letting him know that i've, I've acknowledged what you said and I'll do this and this and this to move forward. Yeah. So I think, first of all, not having the attacking mindset or the mindset that you're being attacked or that he's trying to make you feel small feel small or something, just actually accepting that. And second, the accepting that you could also be on the wrong. Like, this, it doesn't make sense for him to always be on the wrong or him or her to always be on the wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, for me, that's how I'd... That's how I overcame it. At first, it's uncomfortable because you're like, okay, what are you trying to tell me? In your head, you know, you have this... Sometimes we have this perfect image of ourselves that we can't do anything wrong. Yeah, or everyone yeah. is out to get us or to take us. But then, when you, when you actually start doing that, you're able to actually, you know... It takes time. Like, maybe not the first encounter, second encounter, you'll take it slower and everything. So, I think for me, that's my perspective on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... Okay, we've talked about romantic relationships. Like, okay, I think that's when you define the relationship. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also friends with benefits. There's um, oh, situationships. Mm-hmm. There's um, there's um, there's all that. I think they, in my opinion, they all count mm-hmm. as relationships mm-hmm. also. Yeah. And they need some level of communication mm-hmm. for you to communicate your expectations. If you're mm-hmm. friends with benefits, then mm-hmm. what are your expectations? Mm-hmm. What and I yeah, if you're just hanging vibing <laughs> mm. what are your expectations Netflix from that and i think when you communicate that it prevents a lot of unnecessary heartbreak because i feel like especially in this period of time people are getting heartbroken mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah i think for that as well it's also communication like knowing the purpose of the relationship i think you just use that same framework that you used for a relationship like okay what's the purpose of this relationship secondly what do you want to get out of it third third of all like what what are you putting into it you know what i'm trying to say so once Mm. those things are actually set Mm. then Then i think it's easier but then if he knows that you're friends with benefits and you think there's potential for a relationship (laughs) it tends to it's a conflict of interest there and then you'd end up hurting yourself for thinking oh no how do i communicate my feelings and why is he not taking signs and everything so i think for that it's just also setting communication from the word go that okay what are we in this are we exclusive are we seeing other what people what if it changes what if what changes what see, if there's changes? always that shift that dynamic like what if it changes in for at, at first you were just mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. friends with benefits mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you think it could develop to something mm-hmm. so but let's let's before we get back let's mm-hmm. let's take a tiny a tiny short break. break okay um our audience tell us so our question before we go on this break is um what happens when you're in a relationship i mean no friend your friends with benefits. benefits and then uh for one party or rather for you in fact i want you to be the party that starts catching feelings oh. and is and starts seeing a future in that relationship oh, uh, how would you <laughs> tackle that situation like let's know let's know actually no for real this time we want to know we are serious tell us you mm-hmm. need to tell us uh, hit us up in our inboxes uh reach out to us at ubuntu radio underscore uh mu on instagram ubuntu radio one on twitter and ubuntu radio on facebook please reach out to us tell us how would you handle a situation where you caught feelings for someone you were just friends with benefits with how would you tackle that situation we'd like to hear from you if you don't want to be on that end of the spectrum you can also tell us how you'd receive uh that is it a request or what is it? I, I feel like it's <laughs> the, the news of, of the fact that this other person has caught feelings and for you you're just friends with benefits. How would you handle that? Reach out to us, we'll take a tiny break, we'll be right back. Done everything I 
Welcome back, welcome back. Um, I hope you enjoyed the music. Uh, this is Wellness Wednesday. If you're just joining us, uh, I'm your host, Margaret Miner. And I'm your host, Shiko Kimani. And we're joined by our beautiful guest, Alia Iqbal. Woo! <laughs> Alia Engineer Iqbal. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, today <laughs> we are talking all about relationships, yeah, right? Yeah. And we just posed a question to the audience about... What would you do if you are in a friends with benefits situation and one of you started to catch feelings, right? Yeah. How would you feel, Margaret? Why would you do that to me? <laughs> because, I don't know. How would, you, how would you go about that situation? Um, leave the country. Go start over somewhere else. That's what I did. What? <laughs> she said that's what she did. No, that's what I did. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, um, I think, for me, I'd weigh, I'd, first of all, I'd do a pros and cons list, mm-hmm. to be very honest. I'm not going to cap and say communicate, because hey. that's not what I'm going to do. I'd do a pros and cons list, and I think it would stem back to what was the purpose of this relationship in the first place. Why was I involved in this person in the first place? And then, after my pros and cons, I see what... If the pros win, if the pros say, tell him, okay, I follow the pros. Oh my God. <laughs> if the cons are like, nah, <laughs> don't tell him anything. I live. Because I look at the, um, and by pros and cons list, I mean like, what is going to be the, expe- what is the effect of me saying this? Is it going to leave me shattered and broken? Is it going to make us be in a weird situation? Because again, it depends with the kind of person you're in that friends with benefits with. If it's someone you're in class, the, the, together you're in the same groups in the same peer groups you see each other every day probably even go to work together like to be honest then (laughs) (laughs) then if you communicate that and you can affect your relationship to be honest it's not really worth Uh, it just get over it nah 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 you guys don't believe in getting over it no just deep I feel like we complicate things Mm. and I am going against no I feel like we complicate things for no reason at all like if you have you know if you finally caught the feelings and this i god yeah just tell them and if worse comes to worse if you have to end the the situation end it so they say no and you're rejected i mean if they say oh i don't feel the same i think your conscience is clear because if you don't see it you'll have you you will know you'll have a thinking of okay what if i had said Mm -hmm. what would have happened like and then you'd start forming things in your mind. You started in those made-up scenarios. Pros and cons so list. Like, as Mariam had said earlier, just be straightforward and be honest. Yeah, like, true. if I feel this about you, yo, man, I know we are starting as friends with benefits. But, but situations happened. 
as in after this friends with benefits journey i've reached a point where i'm starting to catch feelings for you and i think we have a future together um, i've grown okay. fond of you oh, or something ew. like that <laughs> so then afterwards just hear them out and maybe they could still have this share the same sentiments and if they don't then from there you strategize your purpose so maybe then it's you end it you end it or maybe you'll still continue being friends with benefits if that's if you can if your mind can allow you to do that you mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to I say but if true. you can't then just move on I be heartbroken a bit and then get over yeah, it we, we is, move life is something exactly we life move regardless <laughs> The thing about life is just to get to like experience things and move on and learn from them. So if you shot your shot and he wasn't willing to catch that shot, oh, to catch that shot, then it's okay. Like at least you did something and at least your conscience is clear. I believe that you're the one who matters in this thing. Like Mm -hmm. there's no point of complicating things for yourself. I think we need to choose what we're going to be giving our energies to. So if you're going to give your energy to this thing, then that's on you. But if it's going to disturb you... And then just if period. telling him who's going to help you actually be a better person or just think like clear your mind and clear your thoughts then why not like that's who no you are be an apologetically yourself and if they mm-hmm. catch the hint hey, they then catch yes. it. and if they don't catch it then well and good maybe god is protecting you from something that Amen. you weren't meant to be or and these <laughs> things happen so yeah I'm literally Eish. inspired to go tell that boy I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Please do it. Ew, ew, no. She goes, if I catch you on the streets, tomorrow. Like, I guess I told him. Nah, 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 nah. But honestly, in all honesty, yeah. I, I agree with Alia completely. Yeah. There's no need to complicate such a small situation. Yeah. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, think, it doesn't. Do not ghost. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can go. What, what are you it doing? Goes, goes, in ghosting, you're also ghosting yourself. Hey. hey yeah think about it because you're not coming to terms with your feelings and you know what you're feeling so you're inside i mean you're in hindsight actually ghosting yourself so mm-hmm. would you want to ghost yourself i don't think so i think it's time for you to actually you know what just face face it and go on the same energy you went on with being friends with benefits at the first thing is the same energy you should go back with saying yo man i have feelings for you what what should we do or what should we think about so i think that's how i'd go about it that's good yeah. that's good and hmm, i don't i don't know how i'm going to tie all this because mm-hmm. it's going to divert from what we've been talking about okay. so we've talked about you know romantic relationships we talk about um, friends with friend with benefits scenarios. which would sort of fall under romantic relationships but mm-hmm. now what about Loving thyself. A relationship. Mm-hmm. With a relationship yourself. with yourself. How 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 do you show yourself self love? Mm-hmm. I think for me that honestly, um, that has been something that I'm working on as a as a person. It's something that I know that is my weak spot. Like I don't tend to give myself enough self care or give myself enough self love. But I'm on that journey of actually doing so. And one thing that has really helped is just first of all being comfortable with myself and spending time with myself. I think with all the co- assignments that we have all the commitments we have we tend to have time for other people and never make time for ourselves so i think it's just to be comfortable with being by yourself Mm. and being intimate by yourself just having that alone time with yourself at first tends to actually it's actually self-care then from there you're able to get to know yourself better you're able to know what you like what your passions are and so on and so forth so i think just being comfortable with being alone and being by yourself in your own space makes it a lot easier for you to find out what your self-care routine will be because when you understand yourself and understanding yeah. yourself it's not like you're going to spend 
an hour with yourself and you'll get you know oh i'm into skydiving oh i'm into mm-hmm. poetry or i'm into this i think it needs to be a habit it needs to be something that you do over and over again so you have to constantly spend time with yourself and get to know yourself so it takes time so today you might find out your your love for this tomorrow you can oh my love it's actually a love it's a like for this thing mm-hmm. and so on and so forth so i think just being intentional about spending time with yourself and investing on yourself makes makes things a lot easier Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah and i think it's also important uh, i think we talk about self love as you know taking time for yourself and you know uh, reflecting and whatnot but there's another aspect of self love that we kind of neglect mm-hmm. which is when you're making your decision mm-hmm. first of all take a minute to remind yourself that i love myself so i'm doing this for myself mm-hmm. so whatever decision you make remember to say that remember you're doing it because you love yourself right mm-hmm. And if you love yourself, then you're not going to put yourself in a situation that would hurt you. You're not going to be unfair to yourself. Mm. You're not going to mistreat yourself. Mm. You're not going to hurt yourself, I guess. That's you know. True. And in every decision, like if you're thinking, okay, should I be involved with this person? Or is this relationship worth keeping? Is this money worth spending? Think about, okay, I love myself. It's like when you go to a store and you have your best friend and you see this thing that they've always really, really loved. And probably your last savings i think you stand and start asking yourself okay do i love them that much to buy this thing or do i just go and 90 percent of the time if you love them enough you end up buying that thing so do that with yourself too Cut people off if it's healthy for you. Cut habits off if it's healthy for you. And be very honest with yourself. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do some toxic things to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that we could avoid. <laughs> that we could avoid, but it's because we don't take a minute to be like, okay, I love myself. Is this good for me? Mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with that statement. You, okay, like going back, you said that, oh, um, when taking steps in self-love, we shouldn't mm-hmm. take actions that are going to hurt us but you know you never really know or rather yeah you actually never really know when something is going to detriment you sometimes you know sometimes you do but it's not always clear in every situation Mm -hmm. yeah you can't pinpoint a a situation and i mean or a decision you've made and said this is going to hurt me and i know it's going to hurt Mm -hmm. me so i'd rather avoid it Mm -hmm. it's not clear right right it's sometimes it depends on the situation because like if you get yourself in I'm trying to find an example. Say, um, you're in a friendship circle that uh, clearly doesn't care about you and they've shown it that they don't care about you and you can tell that it's not mutual for you. But because you want to be in that friendship circle and you want to fit in and you want to indulge in the activities with them, then you still keep doing it because uh, they are a nice break for you from school. They're, uh, it's a way for you to spend your money. It's a way for you to make memories. But at the end of the day, every day at the back of your mind, you know these people would never come through for you. Like if you were in an actual real terrifying situation, they'd never ever come through for you. Mm. So in that situation, it doesn't seem clear. But obviously at the end, it's going to hurt you. Like Mm. it's kind of clear. Mm. But then you could be telling yourself, you know, I'm making memories. Mm. I'm spending. But you know, it's not healthy for you. Okay, then I think the better way to phrase that would be not to take, not to um, 
disregard those decisions that you make but rather be cautious that there's always yeah. the flip side of that situation yeah yeah, yeah. i think that's better i think, better that's I, I think yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes more sense. that's great glad we're on the same page ladies <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh wow Whoa. Whoa. okay yeah um how do you practice self-love i think for me um i love music so i'm always either watching i mean to watching music gosh listening to music or writing music i said speaking hey, oh <laughs> i had forgotten for a minute that i yeah, writing and yeah. and writes me so, hey it's yeah. been a minute it's time yeah, it's, time. it's time it's time for yeah drop a thing drop a thing please so i think that's one thing that i do and i also like journaling mm. and also i don't know if i know it ties into self i don't know if it ties into self-love or you guys will understand but for me having conversations with people with different people mm. actually for me it's, i take it as self-love mm. i mean self-care in the sense that when i'm having mm. a conversation with you i really enjoy conversations so i think for me just having conversations with different people and getting to know the mm. perspectives on different things for me i take it as self-love because i take it out of my like schedule and everything and i do it so i think that and just spending time with my friends and you know just chilling sleeping i think sleeping for me is one self-love thing that i really like doing let mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom not hear you <laughs> yeah and just and also i think for me self-love is also sometimes challenging myself or putting myself in challenging situations so i tend to like each month i tend to like put a goal where i'm going to do something different or be interact with people that i've never interacted with before and for me i take that as self love in the sense that i'm able to challenge myself i'm able to share ideas and learn from them people who had never learned before so i think for me that's one thing that i've been more active about mm. when it comes to self love mm-hmm. yeah mm. well, right. <sighs> wow i don't know i got lost <laughs> i got lost <laughs> in her words um but i think um for me would be being honest with myself I think for me that's my greatest act of self love because sometimes I'm either too kind to myself or too harsh to myself. Mm. So mm. when I cre- when I manage to create that balance of calling myself out when I'm not um like doing great and also pat- patting myself on the back when I've done good mm. and telling myself ish you got this. I'm making moves mm. guys if people are not ready, you know. Mm. Um I think when i manage to create that balance and for me it's a very hard thing for me to do that so when i take time to analyze my life and feel good about myself or uh, or you know pinch myself and remind myself you you're not doing right by yourself i think for me that's my greatest moment of self love another thing i do is i'm learning to treat myself like i'm learning to spend my money on me mm. i think contrary to popular belief getting a tattoo <laughs> And a piercing. Are you gonna say that? No, no. <laughs> I don't have a tattoo to make it clear. <laughs> That's true. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I don't have a tattoo, but uh, for me, <laughs> no, I don't think I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> but um, I think for me is um, taking, like, learning to spend my money on. It. Like I was saying, contrary to popular belief, that I. I actually end up spending money on other people more than I do on myself mm. because for me I when other people feel good it I feel, feel good. good it mm. makes me feel good and for the longest time I used that as an excuse to not treat myself 
and i still do that like i still spend on my friends um i still come through for people and all that earlier it's been a tough month by the way <laughs> i know you're wondering which friends are these like, spending on but yeah i think um also i took a break from that and started spending money on myself like getting myself things if i and investing in the growth of my career uh my growth as a person investing in my hair investing in those things like i started to focus on me and focus my money on me mm-hmm. and i've been feeling so good mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah i'm quite expensive to maintain but that's why we're single <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing i'm making progress we're, ma- we're doing amazing i'm making speed. progress yeah that's great then what about you, Shiko? What do you well, clearly, she already <laughs> outed herself. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief. Uh-huh. Um, I think I have three main methods of self-care. One, I love, I love art, if y'all know. Although mm-hmm. I have been slacking on that. That's true. I have been neglecting my, you know, my artistic side. But I do... One of my forms of self-art is just isolating myself and sketching. Um, my second one, obviously, is getting piercings and tattoos Mm -hmm. and that's also a form of investing in myself like i think i don't know what it is and i don't know how to explain it but getting a tattoo makes you feel it's painful liberated it's It's painful painful. it's not painful like it's honestly okay i have a very high okay never mind but a high tolerance i have a very high tolerance for pain but you know just Knowing that you can do that for yourself, you can pay it for yourself. I think yeah. that that just gives me the drive, you know, to not to continue, but to <laughs> to get it done, you know. And also, again, like Margaret said, investing in yourself. Like I think I started this last year. If it's taking myself on a date, if That's it's true. going to the beach by myself, so buying myself lunch, taking myself to the movies, I think that's such a great way to invest. Like to really get to know yourself better, to be comfortable with yourself, you know. Um, yeah, those are the ways I practice self-worth. Also, um, by saying affirmations. Mm, that's another yeah, thing that's that I love true, to yeah. do. I love to encourage myself. I'm like, mm. you know, you're not doing great I so far. I could learn something from you. <laughs> you're, not doing, that, yeah. you're not doing great, but, you know, yourself, keep yeah, going. To yeah, yeah, actually, talking to yourself is so therapeutic. Okay, I talk to myself thing. when I'm just walking in the streets, but I don't think I ever found myself in a situation where I'm like, mm, you're doing great. Okay, maybe when I'm about to do, like, a difficult thing. Yeah, you you got affirm this. yourself positively really you're enough mm-hmm. you're loved and all those things and then hey, tomorrow morning okay no friday morning <laughs> catch me it doesn't even have to be something that you say out loud just to you know you can jot it down read yeah. it mm. you can be like okay today you're loved you're worth it you are mm. everyone else yeah yeah, yeah. You also are dropping gems today, and we've talked about self-love, we've talked about romantic relationships. I think uh, we focused on these ones because they're the ones that highly affect our wellness, to be very honest. Okay, the other ones also affect our wellness, but uh, being in romantic relationships, especially um, at a young age, is where you end up uh, with cases of depression, uh, with cases of heartbreak. Like, There's a lot of things that uh, come with wellness. Some people even lose themselves. Um, um ha- start having oh body images gosh. uh because of maybe the relationship they were in like there's a lot that stems out of romantic relationships and i think it's very important to be clear mm-hmm. and be very honest with yourself when you're in that really communicating like don't take it as a small thing a romantic relationship is not a small thing regardless of whether you're planning on getting married or you're planning on being life partners 
a romantic relationship even if you're just doing it for the sake of it it takes a lot of your mental mm-hmm. energy, energy your emotional energy even your spiritual in fact even your it physical takes all aspects of it takes all honest. aspects of you to be yeah, to be in it <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think it's very important to know that some issues could stem out of that relationship it could be in a, in a in a romantic relationship and then someone cheats on you with someone and then you start having body issues because of that situation or someone keeps calling you out on your insecurities it's it's, it's a lot mm. so i think that's i'm saying communication is very clear when someone says something and it hurts you communicate back to them if you feel that they're not appreciating or acknowledging what you're saying then detach yourself from that situation you know and that's why i'm saying it's very important like how we handle these relationships are very very it's a very important thing some people literally um are unable to function after a breakup mm-hmm. like they don't know how to move on also you need like those are things you need to know and i think these are conversations we'll keep having mm-hmm. um uh, on how to handle breakups how to give up how to even break up with someone mm-hmm. because <laughs> you could be you could be saying oh, <laughs> yo i'm dad and you don't know the kind of effect it has on the other party i think these are conversations we need to keep having and the point of this show is for us to start these conversations one hour is not enough for us to talk about all these things at all at all so is this for us to a conversation now in our inboxes let's go back and talk about this on social media let's talk about this in the streets when we go out for those dates when we yeah when you're seeing me ignoring me <laughs> yeah let's talk about this right i do have a final question before we end the segment mm-hmm. what was one thing that your previous significant other taught you i think one thing that my significant past significant your ex <laughs> my ex your ex yeah. <laughs> taught me was just to be vulnerable and when i look back at the relationship that we had um it's very evident and it's very clear that he was very open with me and he said that it's cuz i made him feel comfortable mm. and he would tell me everything like i would hesitate and i feel like i sort of deprived him of the best version of myself because i wasn't being vulnerable like he tell me the nitty gritties he tell me this is how i'm feeling and even if it, it it's changing like within the minute or after every second or after every 10 minutes like he'd always keep me updated but i would tend to hold back i think mainly because of my own insecurities mm. and i feel like that's something that i'll carry on to my new relationships or to my my new relationships in future is just to be vulnerable and just to be my the true version of myself with someone like irrespective of how they think cuz i'd think like what would the person think um what would he think for example but he was so comfortable with me mm. that it actually op- it made me open up but i didn't open up fully and i feel like that's an aspect that i think i didn't do like my best in when it came to that relationship so moving forward one thing that i know that i'll be more cautious about is just being vulnerable and being vulnerable in the right way like mm-hmm. and to an extent where i am able to show my true version of myself because i feel like if you're not able to be honest and to you know be true you tend to mask to mask yourself or to mask yeah. yourself. So for me that's one thing that I'm grateful that he taught me and I'm grateful that I'll take I'll carry forward to my next relationship. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me the one thing I can remember from my last relationship is how to be kind and caring. 
um i think um ex-boyfriend was very caring and kind um i'm caring but kind not so much um, mm-hmm. um and i think i was very disturbed by how he'd react to situations i'm the kind of person that gets angry very fast i'm mm-hmm. easily triggered and uh sometimes when i'm triggered i'm not so kind so i think if there's something i learned is to be kind despite the situation like to always be kind and i mean that's a point that being with him he never told me oh you're not kind but being with him when i saw how kind he was and how caring he was then i realized for me that's something i need to work on that's something i need to you know work on and be kind and i think i think i've grown i, I don't know if he attests to that but i think i've grown in terms of um how i react to situations um and how kind I am to people, despite the fact that they could have offended me or hurt me. And also, caring for other people. I think he's probably one of the most caring people on earth. Like, he really cared, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I learned that when you love someone, care for them. And not just care for them, but show them that you care for them. Like, come through for them. Take a minute. When you realize you've neglected them, take a minute and check up on them, go see them, go hug them, go do something nice for them or just go chill with them, you know. So I think for me the one, the biggest like takeaway I had from that relationship was being caring and being kind. Mm-hmm. And also I think it's important to learn like from what Alia and I are saying currently that you grow from a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like a relationship is never totally worthless that you grow and you learn something from it. You learn either something about yourself, something either you're lacking or something you have, or whatever the other person does challenges you to be a better person, or you learn that, oh, this person is like this, and maybe you even help grow them and improve them. Um, so, yeah. Wow, this was deep, guys. We shouldn't be having um hmm. i think my past relationship hmm, he taught me a lot actually i think but i think the biggest lesson was how to be a vulnerable because i also hated being vulnerable i never allowed myself to be mm-hmm. you know yeah. vulnerable with him yeah. and whenever he brought it up, I'd be like you don't you no. <laughs> so <Magical>. i think <laughs> i think over the years i've learned how to just harness that like you know to make it your superpower so so to say or rather to recognize that being vulnerable is not being is not a weakness mm, that's true and my second lesson that i took was how to be independent you know mm. so i think it cuts across all platforms or relationships whether it's romantic platonic whatever um is that he reminded me that even though you're in a relationship you don't you exist at two separate entities. Sure. You are together, yes, but you are your own person. Mm-hmm. And if you keep on delving yourself or depending on other people, you tend to lose yourself. Mm-hmm. So once I got out of that relationship, I was like, you know, I'm my own person. I exist as myself. He's there, but you need to learn how to be by yourself by for yourself. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, I think that's also important when you're, when you're having... Um, when you're getting into a relationship, if you're not in a space where you know yourself and you're comfortable with who you are and loved yourself as you, then to be honest, like don't get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like, I'm not saying that there should be like a decision. Okay, this is basically my opinion that 
if you're not comfortable with yourself, you don't know if you've not discovered who you are yet. I know people say get into a relationship and grow with someone. In most cases, you may end up losing yourself and becoming that person. And by the time they leave you, then you don't know who you are anymore. Like, you need to be someone without them. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm trying to say. That despite the fact that you're in this relationship together and they're helping you grow and you're growing with them, you need to be a person that exists wholly and completely without them mm-hmm. if they are not to be in the picture. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that's that's something very, very important that I take with me. I think before we... Wow. Okay. Time, 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 time. Before we wind up, a uh, quick question, quick question. Handling family disputes. Mm. That's my question to you. Mm. Whether it's immediate family, whether it's your parents, whether it's your siblings, whether it's your relatives. And um, family relationships are very complicated. Let's acknowledge that for a fact first. That because uh, you're tied by blood. Mm. That means um, ideally they would never stop being your family. Like, mm-hmm. even if you disown them or whatever, like, 90, like most of the time, you still end up being tied by the fact that you're of the same blood or maybe you're tied because of marriage or whatever. But family ties are not like ties you can cut that easily. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, in relationships, there comes disputes. And I think disputes are part of the biggest... I don't know what to say threats or what, I don't know what to call it. But in... In relationships, especially family relationships. So how how do you handle disputes, say with your parents, your siblings? I think for me, um, in my setting, like I think um, disputes tend. It depends on how you are as a family, like or how your family is oriented, or the number of people. It's just like a background, like how you've been brought up and everything. So yeah. how you tend to settle disputes also depends on that. I think it heavily personally. I think it heavily depends on that. And for me, um, with my setting, um, how we, how I, un- I handle, <laughs> how I handle, <laughs> coming through. I handle disputes with my parents and with my brother. It's, I think it's just also about communication. I think also just hearing each other out. Cause I think disputes tend to not be resolved because you, you don't want to let the other person see their part and once you don't let them see their part then it starts like oh you don't want me to talk mm. and then it tends to become this big thing and someone storms off and then you storm off doors are banged lights are closed and people sleep and it starts you wait until the morning but i think one thing that should be key when it comes to like um handling this especially family dispute between your parents and between your um your siblings is also one coming with a mindset about not being at the attacking mindset like mm-hmm. someone is always because you could be the one on the wrong rather the dispute could be because of you mm-hmm. or you could have been the one who caused the dispute and also just coming down i think when it comes to disputes how they erupt is when you tend to say things that you don't want to say mm-hmm. you get like you could You're get in the heat of the moment in the heat of the yeah. moment you say one statement that you can't take back say, yeah, that's and true. that's one statement that will and everything will end everything or will change your perspective on someone will change someone i mean your family's perspective on you and i think when it comes to really i mean to disputes you just have to take it yes air your views out but also be very intentional about what you're seeing and how you're seeing it and your frame of mind at that particular moment because there are things that you say 
that can change everything and it's it's very hard to actually now go and ask for forgiveness when you said something or when you unhurt someone else's insecurities because me one thing i know that i'm one of my flaws is when i'm in the heat of the moment i tend to attack you or attack your insecurities or attack past things that you had done you know what i'm trying to say and it it's really painful because and i've seen with my brother there's a time having an argument and i said something that was so like you know you look back and you're like how could oh, i say something like that yeah. and you just realize that you know what the the atmosphere of the environment that you're having that argument in wasn't the right one and you personally were not so i think it's also to manage anger issues too it's it's very dynamic in the sense that it's not something that we can cover in in five seconds in session. yeah but it's something that really has its own dynamics like your background how you relate with your parents how you relate with your siblings because they will relate with this sibling not the same way if you have more than one sibling there's one that you're close to there's one who you share this interest in there's one who maybe supports you when the other one is not on your side is one who is always against you you know what i'm trying to say so yeah there's there are a lot of things that come into play when it comes to family disputes that we can't really unearth or divulge like this many moments i think that's a whole that's a whole session on its own i think those are the few things that i can discuss shiko yeah i don't think we have time love no i just want like high level hmm repeat the question (laughs) (laughs) how do you handle family how do i handle family disputes okay i think again because i'm in a family of all girls so obviously there are high levels of tension yeah every time oh my god don't even get me started (laughs) gosh but i think i've learned how to a as alia said never speak when you are in the heat of the moment i think that's one thing we've Mm -hmm. all mastered so when a dispute has you know broken out between either my sisters and I or my mom and I I will never you know go at it with them at that particular moment I will always say right now I am in a space where I can hurt you mm-hmm. with words that I do not want to say and I can never take them back mm-hmm. so what we do we literally cut it we go to our rooms when we're cooled down is when we come back we'll text in the group we'll be like yo are you are you good and then like yeah yeah <laughs> let's go let's let's talk mm. and then we'll sit down and have a conversation where we are level-headed we can be clear with our emotions and you know communicate how we actually mm. feel i think that's how we've decided to handle things other times <laughs> that don't work but you know we move <laughs> Yeah, I think um, um, to our audience, it's something as we end the show, I'd like us to think about think about how we handle our family disputes and how we handle our relationships with our families. Uh, I think family relationships. Relationships. <laughs> relationships are very important. I think we've exhausted the for for this show, um, English for this show. But um, I think let's think about our families and our, the relationships with our family and how... We can do better what we've done wrong and hit us up like on that topic seriously hit us up in our inboxes uh on twitter uh ubuntu radio and uh, ubuntu radio oh my god ubuntu radio one on twitter ubuntu radio underscore mu on instagram and ubuntu radio on facebook uh so our guests know it our guests know it and my my co-host does not know the handles for the show Wow. wow catch up <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, it's been lovely to have you thank you so much alia for coming thank you for being You're vulnerable thank you mariam for coming uh and being 
vulnerable. Yeah, she left. Don't think that we just we just decided to mute. <laughs> she left and she just got back. Um, these degrees are not going to do themselves. Yeah. So, thank you so much for joining us, Shiko. As usual, I appreciate you. I appreciate me too. <laughs> I appreciate you too. Anyway. I don't want it. Go ahead. anyway. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us and. Um, See you we next love week. You. See you next week. Remember, love yourself. Take care of yourself. And uh, we love you. Peace. We've been on a tragedy for months. Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight. Maybe I can give you chills too. We've been on a tragedy for months. Why can't you agree with me for once? Yeah. Maybe we can be on chill tonight. One time. Maybe I can give you chills. I'm getting mine like fine wine measured in time Many other brothers love you but this pleasure is mine It's no pressure for us to say that I love you for now So fuck that cuff and shit, I just want us to be comfortable now For real, who you loving, who you wanna pull up Who don't care who you dating, long as you can, you trust me Trying to hear all your problems so I can lighten the load No, you not fighting alone, cause I'm protecting you from it So chill, life hard and ex-lovers is like scars Cause they stop hurting but never forgetting what it was I wasn't young on my biggest Enemy was the club with voicemails on third rings fucking me up. So I don't trust. Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight. Maybe I can give you chills. We've been on a tragedy for months. Why can't you agree with me for once? Yeah, maybe we can be on chill tonight. Maybe I can you Look, okay, they switch up on you, I'm gonna stay the same, yeah I pull up on you, then put it in with patience I'm good where we got it without no expectations What good is the title when shawty been away, yeah Let me illustrate ya, let my tongue repaint ya It's already wet, have you had a brainstorm? Hurry where a nigga take you, just know that my face good Modify your energy so your bank and your skin glow Max feel, let it fly, I be up in there a lot Just to show you I don't care, go wear it to that nigga we don't share our whereabouts or the gossip, the hood, love Just supreme confidence, if we good, that's good enough We've been Whoa. on a tragedy yeah. for months Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight Maybe I can give you chills too We've been on a tragedy for months Why can't you agree with me for once? Yeah. Maybe we can be on chill tonight Maybe I can give you chills How about that? Tired of making up and falling out Wanna be the nigga you calling out That pick your body up when you're down and out Let's chill How about that I'm tired of making up and falling out Wanna be the nigga you calling out That pick your body up when you're down and out Let's chill We've been on a tragedy for months Why can't you agree with me for once? Maybe we can be on chill tonight Just be there.